1: Listen up, fanboys, this is
2: Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yeah, it is. And here's your host,
0: the junk in my trunk, Derek McCall. Yeah,
2: junkie. I, I actually think he's used that one before. <laughs> the and funk think, in my dunk. And then. I think the face I'm wearing right yeah. now, I've used that way, face yeah. before, too. Anyway, hi, this is Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are doing a rare Thursday night podcast, Thursday, December 17th, is it not? With a cast of thousands. Indeed, at Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And, of course, we've got our cast of thousands. And, of course, first of all, my announcer... Lon Lopez. Yes. Yes, And uh, the, as you could describe for yourself, semi-regular. Cooking I'm cooking. Michael Goodson. That's because he eats enough fiber. And our returned lighting designer and archivist.
0: Stephanie Rodriguez. Yeah, I uh, said so. you didn't have to call oh, the I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, of course, the person who tells Trust us me. where we can Trust sit me. and how far we must sit from the microphones, Moral Compass and podcast producer. Control freak, Rick Brettschneider. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 admitting it is the first step. And it's the last. Uh, it's, okay. Ouch. Okay. Uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about this evening. It is be a little loose. I want to, up top, mention that despite the fact that I added sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com, no one has emailed to criticize Lon or even to praise him. Come on, people, we're in a vacuum. Give us all we want for Christmas is an email that says how great Lon is. Alright. And uh yes, I've also still got one week left on our malice giveaway. I'm a little worried that Charnold may be uh lying on the floor. <laughs> oh my god, Charnold, are you okay? <laughs> are you out there? Are you dead somewhere? Anyway, uh, we still have a week left on Scholastic's oh. Malice giveaway. So if you want to enter, to you don't have to give answer any trivia questions, but if you'd like a copy of Malice, I have five to give away. I want Malice. So um, please go to the site and check, uh, you know, click on the little box that says Malice and enter the giveaway. All right. Uh, so let's begin. We got some. You're so technical. News. Click on the little, box. <laughs> click on the little <laughs> box. Click on the little icon. That's all it is on the right hand side. There in the sidebar. Go. Do you want to be technical? No. Yeah, okay, I guess if you're listening to this, I can't handle downloading it. So people that can handle downloading podcasts know okay. what the technical terms are. Yes, I don't. You're such a control. Freak. Clicky, clicky, Hi, uh, e- yeah. clicky. I- I'm trying to tra- to um, translate the podcast for like someone like my mother. So the she magic glowing, us, right? the magic glowing box where the elves come and put pictures yeah. and order those amazing puppets that send you emails. Um, anyway. All right. Uh, so Eric Powell, who I've been a, a fan of, um, who does The Goon, which is in development for a film uh, with uh, David Fincher directing, uh, released it and self-published though The Goons from Dark Horse. He released a, a new book yesterday called Chimichanga. From that title, what do you think Chimichanga is about? Sounds like a John Lehman book.
1: May I, as a burrito expert, answer? Okay, it's about the adventures of a deep-fried burrito. Who is delicious and
2: covered
3: with
1: not at all nutritious.
2: Now, unfortunately, while a good concept, (laughs) you no longer can publish The Adventures of Chimichanga. What? The title has been taken, and that's not what it's about. Uh, Chimichanga is about a prepubescent bearded lady at a carnival. Wait a minute. If she's pubescent how does she have a beard? I don't know, but she does. Okay. <laughs> I object. She sort of looks like Little Dot with a beard. Okay. Uh, uh, and she uh, goes to a uh, taco truck and orders a chimichanga. I've
1: done that. Doesn't work.
2: Meanwhile, a vulture coughs up an egg, mm-hmm. and the egg hatches some huge horrible sideshow monster that she names chimichanga that didn't it's a happen david lynch film yeah eric powell's doing some really weird work so uh it's from his uh i believe it's flying albatross production so again self-published i don't know why dark horse didn't want it, but i want to throw it out there because it's strangely cute and compelling in okay. its horrific imagery black and white or color black and white okay. uh, and in addition the soft cover of the first where the goon kind of turned serious. Uh, last, I think it was last year or two years ago, he had a hardcover of The Goon in Chinatown or The Mystery of the Wicker Man and uh, really uh, filled in a lot of the goon backstory stuff. It was a great, great work. He had taken some time off from doing the monthly book to do that years ago, and now the soft cover's hit. So, you know, it's a good gift. I'm just saying a last minute. I had no idea it was coming. Last minute. It's a really cool story. It's something story. people are not likely to already have on their shelves. Right. Yes.
1: So, was the churro taken?
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> a
3: whole. Different we'll be working other
2: genre. on the churro later. You and I will talk. Uh, creative collaboration. S- We're Spanish announcing it now. Michael Goodson and Derek McConnell. Spanish we'll donut production. will be, pr- <laughs> pre- <We'll> be producing <laughs> the churro. Aye, aye. Cinnamon justice. <laughs> okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. And another reprint that I would say people may not be likely to have on their shelves uh, uh, from other publishers, IDW collected the complete Rocketeer uh, that came out yesterday. A lovely series. For $30, a nice hardbound, glossy. Steve? Steve? Uh, How's that Rocketeer book look? Oh, God, it's gorgeous. I just had to have a store manager actually weigh in and say that. And he's not biased, folks, because he hasn't got it in stock to sell <laughs> yeah, yet. It's, it's not like he's got any copies to sell. Because how they, many
1: Greg Land photos of Jennifer Connelly are there? What? No, not that. No, well, no, uh, no, uh, no they're Dave Stevens. Different
2: team. Um, have we not shown you
1: the Rockets here? The no, actual I, I original don't. Dave Stevens art? I don't believe I've seen it. Oh man! Oh,
2: you are in for
3: a treat,
1: my lord. Should I have brought a change of underwear to this podcast? Uh, I don't know. If we, ha- if
3: if we have had it, it to show you,
1: maybe, uh, but I don't. It's awkward sitting next to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet you think that. after 36 years you'd have figured out
2: how to do that. Uh, so. <laughs> I'll be right back. Is it awkward for you too, Stephanie? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've said it. It doesn't work. (laughs) Okay, so, um, yeah, it's a beautiful book. And Jennifer Connelly came after in the, you know, because Dave Stevens actually drew Betty Page, called the character Betty Page. He didn't call her Betty Page, he called her Betty. Yes, but it's obviously Betty Page. It's obviously Betty Page. And they changed her name to Jenny Blake for the movie. Yeah. So, because uh, they were afraid that if she was still alive, she'd come out and sue them. Yeah. Turns out she was still alive, and she just thought it was flattering. Uh, so, um, yeah. The Disney movie? Family friendly. Mm-hmm. The graphic novel? Family friendly and yet a little good girly, perhaps. I tell you, I had a
3: friend who worked on that movie?
2: No. Yeah,
3: he had a job one summer drawing the fire in the jetpack in by hand, cell after cell.
2: Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh,
3: cool you get twitches that don't go away
2: doing stuff work, work like that <laughs> maybe maybe um so anyway that's a great collection and if you can find it um that would be a tasty treat under someone's christmas tree just saying because i don't think that's been in print for at least a decade Boom. when did
1: the podcast become your christmas wish list it i it did it always has been <laughs> you
2: know if anybody else has any topics to throw in on comics be i'd be happy to i I wish people would buy more Greatest American Hero too, I for do, that matter. I, yeah.
1: I'd love an Audible I, account gift certificate. I wish my friend,
2: or, the friend sitting to my left, had actually read the comic books Santa I'd read, but I wasn't going to get sets. that verse.
1: <laughs> Anybody out there? Um, so it,
2: it's a slow. You know, the thing is, it's a slow week. Nobody's really making much movement in comics. Next week, uh, a lot of stuff coming out. Last last ditch flood the End stores. Of the year. End-of-the-year stuff, uh, but they they haven't really made some any big announcements. Even like Dan DiDio hasn't given any When does the return of all the least, dead comics come back? That will be January. Okay. And after, of course, the week between Christmas and New Year's, nothing officially shipping. Blackest Night 6 will be shipped out and released in the week between. And then it's kind of your indie comics thing. Here at Elusive is the Indie Comics Week so that um, hopefully some indie comics people have been contacting Anna at the store and shipping their stuff over. But, uh, you know, not a lot happening because it's a dead week. The diamond's not sending. But one thing we do know now is Matt Fraction who been doing, who last year won the Eisner for writing Iron Man is taking over for J. Michael Straczynski on Thor. So in the wake of Asgard crashing to the ground and the siege and all the things Bendis is doing, uh, that's the big shift this week. That's been the big announcement because last week was the big thing with all those Earth ones. Yeah, and uh, still so haven't seen those. <laughs> you won't see those Earth ones. How can they be big when they're just uh, yeah the graphic novels? And you're seeing that that's going to be kind of is DC and Marvel. Well, is DC basically shifting over to deciding the graphic novels is the way to sell because you can get into bookstores and kind of
0: leaving yeah
2: comic books behind. Uh, oh, and, it, and I take that back. One thing was announced: Louise Simonson, you recall her, long-time writer yeah, years I'm ago, the wife of Walt. Uh, yes, and this announcement may just drive you baddie because it was a topic that you were set about a, a month or so ago. They've announced that she's going to. Um, it's not another alternate universe, is it? What's that X-Men book that Claremont's r- writing? X-Men Forever. Uh, X-Men Forever. Okay. Oh no, I heard about this. So Louise Simonson has she's been given do- act- X Factor Forever. Oh God. <laughs> So what would have happened if Jim Shooter hadn't told her to go a different way with X-Factor? Oh, God. Have you been picking up the Spider-Man clone saga being y- I told have. the way? How's That's that? That's fine. That's fine. But um, See, so you're okay with it? No. That one's focused. Are you saying that the X-Men universe is unfocused? I'm saying X-Factor was totally unfocused. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of different uh, editorial mandates put uh, upon it. God. Uh, it was a dark and gloomy
3: period in comic reading. I were, know, you, were you were reading, reading
2: comics in that time, Lon? Jim, what time? X-Factor. When uh, X-Factor was launched. When they decided
3: they were going to take the original yeah. X-Men and put them in yes. a in a kind of Ghostbusters in, uh, environment
2: where they were going to be
3: hunting down mutants, but in fact they were helping mutants.
2: So if you were buying comics, Lon, yes. would you buy a revival of X-Factor, the original team, set in an alternate universe so that The original writer can. No, you can stop right there. No. Okay. If I I get an X out, would that be enough? Okay. No. Okay. Um, So. Not
3: happy. Not happy. I'm sorry. And it's, you know, it's just that I'd like to support their ideas, but they're bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well said, Mr. (laughs) Breschner. Yes. Yes. As I was mulling over choice of words,
3: that seemed the most poignant.
1: Blunt.
2: All right. Okay. Okay. How well, about we move to movies? Uh, speaking of bad ideas, Wolverine. <laughs> uh, hey, that movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. And finally, someone's been brought to justice for it. Ooh. Ooh. How many years of prison did it <laughs> No, unfortunately. Was it
1: the director? Uh, yeah. No. Was license taken I, away from uh, un- a Cinematographer? No. Unfortunately, House with the bracelet.
2: unfortunately, they've arrested the wrong man. Uh oh. The right man, but they've arrested the wrong man. Oh. Uh. The one-armed man got his away. His name won't matter. The guy who leaked Wolverine to the <coughs> internet a month before it was released. No. And yet somehow still did not impact its box office success. Wait a minute.
3: They're going back to the idea that they leaked it and that that was going
2: to hurt it? But they Yes. Oh, God. Yes. So he was arrested yesterday by the FBI. Okay. So
1: he was responsible for the poor box office returns and the fact that that was a bad film. Let me exactly. Let, let,
2: let, you're half right. The killing of Ma and they, they were not <laughs> poor box office returns. They weren't? Wolverine did extremely well. So well, Michael, there's going to be a Wolverine 2.
1: What you talking about, Willis?
2: <laughs> I'm talking about Skrilla. <sighs> yeah, Scratch. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Kale. Old hard cash. So they they made a lot.
1: So they persecuted the man responsible for showing the world pulling back the facade <laughs> for trying to it. warn
2: America, trying to warn
1: <laughs> average citizens. Oh.
2: You know, you, well, Stephanie. Is, did you like no Wolverine? Are you? Good? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, okay, good. Because why not? <laughs> There's hope for America's youth.
0: Hmm?
3: Did you I- see all the other X Men movies? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. so why would you stop there?
0: I didn't. Didn't. Waste my time. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Boom.
2: All right. But hope for the X Men franchise, perhaps. Sure. Last night at the Avatar screening, I guess I don't know. If it was a, I can't say it was a world premiere because I think they've been they've showing been world all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. Um, like, last night, Brian Singer was on the red carpet and announced that he is returning to the X Men franchise and will be directing X Men First Class. Which, of course, is there going to be a baby? Is there going to be a baby? <laughs> I don't know. No, uh,
3: no, nobody's going to have a baby. No.
2: I'm not sure I'm getting your interest. No, I forget it. It's just... just oh, oh <laughs> it's a, you're still bitter about Superman Returns. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Okay. I get you now. Babies make every action movie better. Well, Lone Wolf and Cub uh, hasn't been made in an American movie. Oh, okay. Um, and if it were, we'd ruin it somehow. They'd make the baby cute and they'd have it voiced by Bruce Willis.
1: My wife would be Dude. totally in that
2: movie. <laughs> Hollywood, please don't listen to Rick. I know we usually beg you to listen to us. Not this time. Go back. Uh, no, we know that you know. There's a Marvel has a title X Men First Class, which is going back and doing the untold stories of the original, which five. Mirrors a fairly successful book that Marvel's had for a couple of years. Yeah, the previously
1: to told stories of the X Men First Class. Exactly. Yes. yes, actually,
2: it's a really it's a good kids book, uh, or you know, kind of middle school readers. It's been it's fun and kind of ignores continuity because no one wants to decide, you know, those stories really originally s- took place in the 60s, now they're reset in like the late 90s, I guess you kind of have to. Yeah. Um,
1: they did a reboot of that though, didn't they? They did like a year one. Or- yeah, they've, they've done, <laughs> yeah. Marvel doesn't I've care about read continuity. two or three. Yeah, uh,
2: but they were actually pretty entertaining, done in one, sure. you know, one-shot things, nice stories. So now, uh, let's see, Lauren Shuler Donner, who is the producer of the X-Men franchise, has said that The script's been kicking around for a while. And we go back to the original five. Okay. The problem with that is that, as they've established already in their X-Men film continuity... Right. ...that... (laughs) Uh, Iceman's come much later. Cyclops was there. The Beast is much, much older than Cyclops. Right. Oh, I don't know that that's necessarily true. And you know, okay, maybe you could have the Beast doing great. Well, well, Ke- you have the pre furry Beast. Yeah, and Kelsey Graham is way too old to play that. Right. You wouldn't play it. You would have Kerry Kelsey. And he's yeah. busy doing a sit. Oh, maybe he's not. No. Um, <laughs> so you <laughs> think have that got have
1: to the guy that played Angel in the most recent film. Oh, uh, see,
2: and there you go. Ben Foster? Was that who? And you'd
1: have to get. Famke Janssen to play a younger version of herself. I don't
2: think you could get Famke Janssen to play a Come younger on. teen version of herself. Oh, be uh. so odd. <laughs>
1: this is really <gonna>
2: awkward. <laughs> <coughs> Merry Christmas, Michael. Um, welcome back. Here, you'll tie gay. Uh, so, um, please make it gay. Uh, so, uh,
1: yeah. I, so, no Hugh Jackman then. Uh, no Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, would it be awesome though? I think I'd love to see him back on Broadway.
3: I think that thank you. You have no. <laughs> made it. <gay. laughs>
1: you You're welcome. Oh uh,
3: yes, but the uh, I mean, if you went with a younger, all new cast, maybe all right. You know, I think you'd have to do that, and you take them, make them real teens.
1: Famka Junior.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, there must be someone. Uh, I'm uh, sure. Ashley there is. Tisdale. You don't Marvel even have Girl. to
3: get somebody who looks like the, the one from the previous movie because you're basically doing a reboot. But I think please, you can admit please do. You yeah. can admit a reboot.
1: I you, you alright. I, well, I mean, yeah. If it's a good, if it's a good script, it's a good script. And
3: Steve Nelson just walked in the room,
1: ladies and gentlemen.
3: Steve will be on the show. Say hi, Steve.
1: Hi, Steve.
3: But hi, that Steve. that mic is uh, currently taken. We're gonna we're okay. gonna bring you in for a special report in
2: a little bit. Sounds good. Okay. Bye, Steve. Bye, bye Steve. And Nelson is coming. Just in a didn't later. want
3: Steve thinking we were ignoring him. Right. Okay. And he, and he walked
2: away anyway. All right. Well, one last Marvel casting yeah. note. Uh, Rene Russo. Um, it has been announced as the playing Thor's mother Frigga. In Kenneth Branagh. That's good casting. In Kenneth Branagh's Thor. I think that's good casting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam Worthington. She can do
3: the kind of regal
2: Yes, I yeah. think so. Uh, so this is really shaping up this is like a hugely all star cast. Yeah. I mean um and <laughs> each one of those guys would get five minutes on camera. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Sam Worthington, who was the uh, last Terminator, the Terminator with a heart of human heart of gold uh-huh. uh, in Terminator Salvation and is uh, going to be in Clash of the Titans uh, to took an opportunity at a press conference Clash Titans will clash the Titans will clash I think uh, you know uh, all movies should have that <laughs> you know the mighty thor thor will be mighty, mighty. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's announced or begged that he would like to play Captain America
1: Who
3: I'm sorry, you lost me there. Maybe Sam just, Worthington, okay. who, is play, who is playing Perseus oh, okay, in the okay, okay, Clash
2: okay. Of the Titans, no, I mean, would like to play Captain, Captain America. America. He says since he's been in, uh, since he's been Perseus, he knows how to handle a shield. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, because that was in the requirements.
1: He's <laughs> well, not blonde.
2: You think that would stop anybody? Come
1: on, give <laughs> me something to hang my nail
2: on. I don't know. who Who's blonde that you – well, I still say the guy from uh, – Brad Pitt. The guy from True Blood. The, the guy from True Blood or the guy from Chuck, uh, Captain Awesome on Chuck. I yeah, I, I just Ryan don't, see, the, Ryan I don't see him. I don't uh, see him.
3: I him. Okay. You He's, haven't
1: seen his extensive acting chops.
3: No, him? I haven't. Have you? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's, uh, so he's a
1: six-pack in a dream, but you uh, are—you're
2: rooting for Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård, I, really I think
3: guessed. that he's got the physique and the attitude that yeah, he could turn that around. He could be—it's possible.
2: Who knows? Because again, nothing's really been said, which is odd. You think by this point, somewhere he s- has a somewhere. totally
3: different stage presence than
2: Captain Awesome. mm Hmm.
3: mm Hmm.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll see. Um, let's talk about the Iron Man Two trailer. Uh, yesterday released. Uh, well, what do you guys think?
3: I was not at all looking forward to Whiplash. I've always thought that character was fairly lame in the comics, but what they exposed in the preview of that makes me really excited about what the character is going to be. Okay. I like, yeah.
1: Mm. It was sort of a montage of him building stuff and then going out on a racetrack and slashing a car in half.
3: Making a really convincing Russian, angry, brutish guy. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll give
1: it visually and context wise it was a pass,
2: car
3: I
1: don't, well, I don't know that there was a lot of character we're going to spoil the
2: hell out of the, uh, the, the
3: trailer, trailer right? well yeah. so what it's a trailer yeah. the purpose of the
2: trailer is to spoil the
3: other high point of that for me was the whole line the whole business with him and Pepper on the uh, <laughs> that was fun. on the uh, the lip of the plane yeah and him leaping off saying you complete me. me after she kisses <laughs> his helmet
2: mm-hmm.
3: yes much
1: better character moment and, and I was not a Huge fan of Iron Man. I thought it was a good action film, but it wasn't like, you know, mm-hmm. as crazy for some as some fanboys no. are. And then I thought this is a good trailer. I'd gladly see the second one. And they, they just keep stringing me along with quality, which I appreciate. So
2: Yeah, yeah not much of Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow, just kind of scenes. Sar- a couple yeah. of poses.
3: Does she curl her hair between scenes? Is that what I'm seeing
2: there? Uh that could be. I the, don't the, the know. The Black
1: Widow has no frizz. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, and then we saw just a quick glimpse of Rhodey as War Machine with the so. with
3: the helmets clanking down
2: into place. Like it was nice. That was cool. That'd be a good moment. Um, so yeah, the online scuttle is looks like maybe the plot is the Armor Wars, but I'm, it you looks know, I've like never Armor been Wars. the I, I've never been really the huge Iron Man fan as a comic book, so I don't.
3: Well, they've done Armor Wars a couple of times. I okay. mean, there was a big
2: one back in the like '80s
3: um, when Starks. Uh, he actually worldwide went on hunt, and they've done it again since then. Um, but
1: uh, anyone catch the detailing and like his uh, chest piece was Mickey expanding? Rourke's? No, no, no. Well, no yeah, and Tony I think up I think
2: I think what they're actually setting up is also a piece extremists. of the extremists. Huh. Yeah, that something's gone r- going wrong with his technology, uh. and uh, it may actually be creeping up on him. I also like, you know, it must be a big enough part that they could afford to waste Samuel L. Jackson's cameo in the trailer. In the trailer. Sure. <laughs> so he must be doing more than just looking so concerned. Coming, like that, Coming at the end of saying just job. A, just a little reminder. What the Samuel heck? L. Jackson's in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, get this one down, man off this plane. One down, nine more films in his deal to go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I got... Pretty excited about it. I mean, I I did. I thought I, again, not being a huge Iron Man fan, I wasn't quite sure what to expect in the first one. I loved the first film, and so uh, I like the fact they got went out and got Gary Shandling to play a
3: <laughs> so random to play Congre- <laughs> uh, Senator Stern, yeah, uh, which
2: I think is a, probably named after Roger Stern, who wrote a lot of the uh, Iron Man run too. So <laughs> he says, "Mr. Stark,
3: yes, honey, yeah,
2: <laughs> oh and yes, yes, dear, and thank you for coming." <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's an exciting exciting trailer. Um, so, yay. We have Iron Man 2 to look forward to. Yay. Please, please, please let it not suck. What's that release really date? May 7th, May? 2010? 2010. Yes. Yes, and both uh, Joe Casada on Twitter and Brian Michael Bendis on Twitter have been bragging about having seen the rough cut and that it's awesome. But, of course, I think they have a vested interest in saying that it's I awesome. I hate
1: those guys so much. You used to love Bendis. What happened? What curdled? Then he, he signed my book and... He was dead to me. Yeah, he, after you he signed your book. <laughs> and he shook your hand. I right? had no more use for him.
2: Really. He shook your hand, too, if you recall. But that was back, back before
1: he went mainstream. That was just in the Powers days.
2: Wasn't he writing Daredevil by that point?
1: Maybe Ultimate Spider-Man he'd relaunched. Mm,
2: maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Enough about you had th- a man crush on on. Uh, enough about my history. That's all I'm saying. Man you crushes. had a man crush on <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. It's okay. A lot of people do. Uh, mm, so, And, of course, we have not had a chance to see Avatar, but exploring to see you about that. Um but uh, you were mentioning a, a problem with toy line in, or a concern you have a toy line, or you just think? Oh, I
3: just saw the toys in the store, and they all looked horrible. I mean, they. I mean, I've only seen the previews for the movie, of course, but they're. They, I kind of think they 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 have trouble deciding whether they're going to be photorealistic style or they're going to be stylized. They're kind of elongated. And they have two different – But aren't the characters kind of elongated? Not this elongated. I mean it
1: So what you're saying is way. go out and buy these awkward toys I'm before not say, this I'm, becomes I can't the biggest I, film of our generation. You know, I, I used to buy a lot.
3: awkward toys. I used, to, I used to collect this kind of crap. <laughs> sure. And when I saw this, I, I had this kind of like urge to – because they would obviously just, just uncreated this stuff and put it on the shelf because everything was there. So I'm like looking at it and going, "Oh, which one's going to be rare?" And then
2: I looked at it and going, "I really don't want any of these." As a man who has a complete set of small soldiers, I applaud your decision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mention box? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: Even the monsters. But but they're voiced by Spinal Tap. Indeed. Um, yeah. And Frank Langella Mm. Uh, yeah, the Avatar toys are also they're Happy Meal toys right oh, now. Oh, those I've not seen. Yeah, they're interactive. I'm not sure how that's supposed to electronic. be, but they say, but they're claiming they're electronic interactive. they French fries, paddle bars, paddle balls, and they glow. And they glow. Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay, because you play with us and they and we play back. I think was yeah. what they said. And they're not coming out till tomorrow. Um, which by the time you hear the podcast was Will be two, two days, days ago. ago. But uh, late. Yeah. But they're also offering or maybe yesterday. They're also I don't know what what it is you buy at McDonald's, but for adults there's also like video game cards, so you go online and unlock exclusive computer games online. Yeah. So kind of they say Oh there's a, all that marketing if you do
3: if you do that online thing, basically they'll have you sign up and you have to give them an email address and then they've got your
2: email address. And then all you've you got know, is, is a limited edition Nick Fury action figure. And
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> a cool
2: action figure. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> They got my credit card too. (laughs) I know, but it's you know. But the the thing is, the Avatar figures remind me of like Terminator Salvation (coughs) figures. Why would you? Complete
1: waste of plastic. Well, they're
2: like you know, it's a PG thirteen movie, and yet I still feel like when you go to Target or Toys R Us, um, those figures are aimed at younger kids, and I'm not so sure that younger kids are going to sit through Avatar. Just as I didn't think any younger kid was going to go see Terminator Salvation, although I have to say, watch it. Looking at the Toys R Us print ads, the Terminator head, voice changing <laughs> head with a little kid wearing it, pretty damn funny <laughs> picture. And I, if it wasn't expensive, I'd probably buy that just to look my son. Watch my son. I go, I'm going to kill you. Uh, wow. <laughs> Have you seen this? You need, I haven't seen you it. You need to flip through this I weekend's would. ads for the Terminator voice-changing okay, head. Okay, I will do that. It's such a ridiculous photo because it's little kid. Huge Terminator skull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it needs neck spring so it'll bobble. Yeah, Shooting- going down in history and who okayed that
3: as a
1: toy? <laughs> 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 Shooting your kid once won't be enough. <laughs>
2: Give a lack of future to your future. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. Well, let's move on to television, shall we? Let's Should bring, bring Stephen Nelson, Nelson, Nelson in. Is he back?
3: He's in the green room, coming out right Steven now. Stephen
2: Nelson, guest Stephen mm-hmm. Nelson, uh, local sci-fi fan, longtime uh, prisoner expert, nut? prisoner nut. Uh, at Baycon prisoner every year, we see him dressed as number six, obsessive
3: no, compulsive,
0: obsessive compulsive. Known the world over for wearing a funny outfit once a year. Yeah,
3: you wear your Santa. <laughs> he doesn't ride the penny farthing but he does wear the sports coat.
0: Is ride the penny farthing? Is ride the penny farthing one of those wonderful euphemisms? It is. Oh dear. We really just meant you were out. a sportsman. Sportsman, alright.
3: Before I forget, did you spot the penny farthing in the prisoner?
0: Um, I probably did at the time.
3: It's hanging from a r- roof. They only show the bottom part of it and two looks up at it and smiles and the, in box the bar? on. I it may have been in the bar.
0: Yeah. Um I, I, uh, you
3: see, you see the little wheel and the big wheel at the bottom.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably, you know, I, I don't remember particularly seeing that because um,
2: you're trying to blot it all from your <laughs> mind. <laughs> at that point, you had the sick bag next to you and had to occasionally.
0: Well, l- let me let me. Just we should we
2: should first introduce this subject a little bit better. Yeah, I think so. The prisoner was recently remade as a six-hour miniseries on AMC. Essentially, three two-hour miniseries the way they put it together. Well, when you do it on demand, oh, it's a, it's under six Don't separate hour long. Kids. Uh, you know, it's on request. Call it on request. Okay. If you know, for that, it's all right. All right.
0: Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, depending on the definition, you either there are either three episodes or six episodes.
2: There's definitely
3: six whole hours of this thing. Exactly. Forty-three and minutes.
0: On. Feels like even. <laughs> <Jeez>. um, <laughs> I can go to work, and be
3: <laughs> seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> uh, but there are two things that I hate about this show. One is that I don't just love it. two, just two. not six, <laughs> not six, not even one first is that I don't love it, and the second is that it's not so horrible that I absolutely despise it. Uh, Which would be fun. Okay. Um, Instead, we're kind of left in the middle. Now, Rick, I seem to uh, remember getting a mysterious communication that you were on episode number four of this.
3: Right, that was a Facebook Facebook update.
0: Yes, and um, did you then... uh, Proceed. I finished it. You yeah. finished it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be a spoilery review. If oh, okay. I
2: think we've decided that it's been long enough.
3: It to has that been.
2: Spoil it. It. And and should you still want to see this, it'll be on DVD in March. So and if
0: you still want to see it, listen to this review. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if we're going to pan it that hard. But um, I think that uh, the first thing is I'm going to have problems pronouncing the main character's actor's name. Um, I believe it's Kavizel. Kavizel, uh, Like Weasel. Okay. Pop goes the weasel. Rhymes with Pop goes evil, Caviezel. Yes. Okay. Um, Jim. Jim. So. It uh, goes by JC. Yes. <laughs> Jim wakes up in the middle of the desert and there are, there's an old man running away and there are these men following him and he doesn't know where he is. There's some strange intercuts. It all was starting to look pretty promising for a few minutes there. Except for one thing. You never find out what the old man was doing in the desert. Right. You never find out really um, why these people were chasing him or anything else for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the the problem that I had was I would be – and then also you never really find out who this new number six is
3: isn't isn't the old man wearing the old... yeah the old, old man hat? is
0: obviously supposed to be the old number six he would have been be. it, would it would have, have been, been played
2: been. by McGowan if McGowan had not been in you know ill health right, right. I mean, exactly. for, for not at a comic-con yeah so yeah
0: and 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 they were totally okay with that uh and you know that would have been a nice cameo uh, but my my first problem really is just the two number six with Patrick McGowan you knew exactly who you were dealing with even though you never learned a thing about him you never found out Really, you know, we assumed he was a spy, but we never really found that out for sure. Mm -hmm. But he was so single-minded. You knew exactly what he wanted in every scene, even if, you know, he was ahead of the audience.
2: No matter what the mind games being played upon him by
3: number two. Right. Even when he was in anguish and even potentially when he was broken.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, You knew more or less what he was about. This guy, uh, you find out, you know, you find out his name. You find out... Um, that he worked for this mysterious... Simicor. Sumicor, right. Sumicor, yeah. Right. Um, You find out that he worked for this company, but you don't really know what he wants. There's... uh, And the problem is that... He wants
3: to go back to New York.
0: He kind of wants to go back to New York, but, but what's his relationship with everybody there? And I realize that's supposed to be kind of the drama of it, but there's some witty dialogue that's in the beginning.
3: Really? I missed all the witty dialogue.
0: <laughs> well the the bit about Are You sure you aren't
3: thinking about the original show?
0: I probably am. But there's there's this just this little bit of banter, um, you know, well, open your mind, number six. If I open it, then you'll take it away from me. Mm. Well we might, but we will always give it back. And uh, you know, that was in the preview and I thought, okay, this this might be pretty good. And then you watch it and you begin to realize that that wasn't earned. You know, we weren't really – these people aren't on bantering terms. They shouldn't really be bantering with each other. Right. They don't know each other well enough. Um, And that was the sort of – that was the real problem that I had. Part of it was the casting. I just don't think that Jim was quite single-minded enough Well, I think as an
2: actor, he is a good actor, and and, uh, certainly one of my.
3: He
0: was pretty pretty single minded in
3: uh, temptation of the passion, Passion not the temptation. Last temptation temptation, was Will the Foe. Yeah, Um,
2: yeah, but even that he was single minded, but it was still kind of. eh. But um, but what he's best at playing is people that are kind of already broken. There's something very removed about him, and um, you know, puzzled and wounded. Yeah. And that's the thing is, as you say, even when broken, Patrick McGowan, mm-hmm. wounding him only makes him stronger. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, yeah. He, he you he, know he and heals. But I, I think you bring up a good point that, that I think probably part of my problem with the first half of it is mm-hmm. that the solutions they offer, because my biggest problem with it was that they offered solutions that were too concrete, Yeah, um, is that the solutions they offer don't match up to the mysteries they were trying to set up in the first half.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. um. You're
2: you watch? Did you watch all the way? Steph? Yes, I did. So, throw in here at
0: any <laughs> point. <laughs> I don't know. I was just confused towards the end on because I don't think the like because in the beginning where they had the title credits was there something was that going on at the same time as six? Was yeah, well? that was. I was confused. Mm-hmm. Like the first was time at two places. At yes. Once? Yeah. That's. Yeah, well, he's awake, and there's this... Uh, I mean, so the, the grand reveal at the end... Wait,
2: yes, okay, just again, spoiler alert. Spoiler if you right. really, really don't know, yes. spoiler alert.
3: Okay, right. go ahead.
0: The The big reveal at the end was that the village is in your mind, that this is all a dream below Multiple the levels of consciousness. Yes,
2: a sub-subconscious level.
0: Right. Um, and that it's sort of a shared sort of subconscious... So it wasn't a drug thing? It wasn't a drug thing or anything um, that they... Sumacor had discovered this this deep level of the unconscious and for reasons that I don't think they fully explained other than altruism. Oh,
3: they explained it in one way, but we'll get to that. Yeah,
0: sorry. They explained it and I didn't buy it. There you go. Um, That that they've created this village Mm -hmm. um, and... And and here's where I get annoyed because, but I'm sorry. I'll finish the explanation. Then I'll get annoyed. (laughs) Um, uh, They've created this village, and it's it's all a dream world. And um, so while Jim is running around awake, Mm -hmm. at the same time, supposedly this figure in his mind, you know, this version of him in his mind is going through these adventures you're seeing in the village.
2: Yes, and but the, the people is- and the people that are being pursued in the village are the people who are. This is weird. <laughs> prepare to have your mind blown. <laughs> are the people who are actually dream versions of themselves who are yet dreaming of themselves in the real world? The dreamers, those who have memories right. of the real world, are right. the ones in trouble.
3: Right, I just got I, – uh. I got the idea that they were just <laughs> able to occasionally break, break – So the I would
2: argue that that's what 93's problem was. 93 had memories of New York. Right. And, and the village is supposed to exist in and of itself and have no outside world. Mm-hmm. It, the people who can remember the other world are also the people that can see the towers. Mm-hmm. Right. And those are – and they keep calling them. They're the dreamers. Right. They're the, So they are dreaming of their life back when they themselves are already dream people.
3: Yes. But the one aspect of this that you didn't get to is this is supposed to be therapeutic,
2: yes, exactly, and that
3: they they are yeah that be the cruel people to are there kind. are broken mm-hmm. and they show shots of an after they've gone through a number of these vignettes with different characters they show shots of them in screens like like little quick clips of like the the cab driver they show him as kind of like this disheveled manic um, mm-hmm. homeless mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. um
0: and right, and we meet and him. And they're at the supposed
3: end. to. Apparently, they're supposed to have their time in the village and then emerge. But the two people that we see emerge emerge because they died. Right. One through an act of suicide. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. other one killed by her own
0: imaginary imaginary
3: Slightly son.
2: <sighs> yeah. Talk about your Greek yeah. tragedy. Ace. Yeah. That's not going to be covered wait, by my. Wait, let me see. <laughs> wait, here.
0: But she's alive in the New York world. And
2: actually, right, she is right. responsible right. for the village. Right. And that's why every time she was awakened in the New York world, that's why the holes, the holes appeared.
0: And once the holes started appearing, I just said, "Oh no, they're not doing this, are they?"
2: Apparently, yes, they are, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and oh. then, and then the the ultimate conclusion, the. Thing that two is going to take over, or six is going to take over, I- I- is
0: a dream world. I-,
2: I was bothered by. Like I said
3: it was just two. Well, the idea that he says, "Well, we could, I can take it over, and I can do it right." And how? And like, well, yeah. you know, what's really wrong with it if that
2: it worked for those two people, right?
3: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand what his his plan
2: was. No one did. I understand, like, when you're, if you're going to remake The Prisoner, which is already still, I mean, not already, still a, a show classic. that people watch and go, wow, this is so cool.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: It all, I mean, I understand why people have to remake it because they have to constantly be remaking <laughs> things or apparently they will all be devoured. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the only logical thing.
0: Now, that would be a show I would like to see.
2: Uh, Michael, you take notes on that? I think it's another thing we have to collaborate on. Noted! Uh, okay. Um, well, I just want to say before we even got close to the reveal, I would say
3: either in the second or third episode, my take on this was this feels incredibly derivative of The Matrix. Yeah, it's The Matrix.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the only positive thing that, you know, and the thing that kind of annoyed me is that it's a, there's a lot of Borges, I think. Um, yeah. In, in it, Jose Luis. Jose Luis. Jose Luis. Um, yeah, I mean, especially the idea of dreaming a son um, that you know sort of has a life of his own. Now, I didn't really get the son subplot. I mean, I, I what exactly he was supposed to be doing. There.
2: Well, I, I think what was happening with this with the son that was disturbing to number two and his wife was he supposed to be the dream, he's supposed to be the perfect, right? Mm. and he's not. And it's somewhat I, strange to have Sir Ian McKellen, a night out as it would be, as it were, <laughs> be concerned that his son is gay. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and the dream version, and then that was the problem. I, did we see the guy that he killed as well in the real world? I don't think I don't we think did. So, and so no. that's one of those things that just didn't add up for me. I mean, I also didn't think yeah. like you watch the original series, and I guess I understand that now. Our big our big What's concerns that? are it's not governments that scare us; it's corporations. I kind of get that, but there's nothing about the original series that would governments have, have made us think that though. <laughs> you just
0: blew my <laughs> mind.
2: Um, that there's nothing in the either you know in the original narrative that says it could have been corporations then in the '60s too. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it, it's too specific. It's too right, obvious. You're right. I, I think part of what makes it charming is uh, charming in a really mm-hmm. disturbing way, and that's part of what's wrong with me okay. is that Number Six, yeah,
0: good.
2: believes he knows who's doing this you know, to him, right. but we never know that for sure. No, yeah. we never know what he's truly escaping from or escaping to, and. This is. Yeah. Also, yeah.
0: I think the whole corporations are out to get us routine. I think that was very 90s, really. I mean, you know, the the original prisoner seemed more relevant to 2000. Mm-hmm.
2: And this week's podcast is brought to you by Microsoft. Okay, go ahead, Steven. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> You're
3: not getting any money. <laughs> um, I know. Actually, I, I, was, I was hoping. Just, I was just thinking about. The difference in the way the uh, the series ended because McGuinn mm-hmm. ended the original series. He had to cap it, but he capped it in an entirely faceless way. He kept it focused on the archetypical characters that were in conflict at the time. Mm-hmm. They had a a staged escape from a village, an island that they escaped from by on a train, driving. right? <laughs> on a train, and then driving, and then mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and when he finally gets. Back to London, he walks up to his apartment where the butler from the village is. Who walks in and the door closes behind him in their autumn uh, in the village way. And then it cuts to a scene in London and it says the village. Yes, and that's as heavy-handed as he got. Yeah, that's as as conc- as concrete mm-hmm. as he got to right. try and drive that
2: message home. And I, as I was saying, the only the, the perhaps the cleverest thing at the end was playing the beach boys song there must be an answer yes whose original lyrics are hang, hang on, on to your ego, ego. <laughs> so I, I felt clever interpreting that uh, going there because
3: i, yeah. I listened to pet sounds i would uh, like to, <laughs> you know i would like to think you're you're right in
2: that let me think that that's <laughs> right.
3: because when i read it,
2: that writer was so nice to us at comic con <laughs> when i lis-
3: when i listened to that i just went oh that's one of my favorite songs too and now yeah
0: yeah, and the other, the major point other that I would like to bring up is that the prisoner earned it. That you know they gave you a spy drama, and underneath it was this sort of subtext and weirdness. Yeah. Whereas this one, they give you the subtext and weirdness, and they just say, "Well, you're all geeks." And there's and, and, and there's, and there's <laughs>
2: honestly nothing about Number Six's waking life that I thought made him competent or compelling. As that's a, what I mean. You know, yeah. because you're right. The original prisoner also had the. Yeah. Though never confirmed by McGuin, the belief that this oh, is a this sequel is to Secret Agent Man, and right. that you ha- you assume a certain level of you had a very drama,
0: right? This was yeah. not Jason Bourne in the village, no, which would have been an interesting thing to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they made him a bus driver.
2: <laughs> awesome. So he's Keanu Reeves in the village. <laughs> um, okay, so that uh, there goes that. Um, Did you get that? Uh, so ultimately, will you be buying the DVD? No. Obsessive yeah. collector,
0: no? It no. is a
2: wisdom no. of chess players,
0: but not you, of angels.
3: You can, cer- you can certainly recommend,
2: to this day, <laughs> <laughs> this, that.
3: I've,
2: I've just been pwned. <laughs> <laughs> the Zorlac has been stumped. He's found one of my weaknesses, Latin American literature.
3: Go ahead. Okay.
1: <laughs> so you,
3: you can certainly recommend the original series. Yes, I can. The um, – I think the the other thing, point I was going to make. Fantastic
2: collector set on DVD. The other point I was going to make was. Under the tree.
3: It, throughout those episodes, they examine the roles and the motifs of capture and mind mm-hmm. and prisoner. If, every episode is a different take on this. Right. So it's it's not one long story. It, it we, is. Right. It, it gives you a bunch of always interesting and always provoking ideas. Right. Um, uh, yeah
0: right it, it rebooted itself every week and yes. that's really why it didn't need a reboot um, and if they had frankly called this something other than the prisoner, the prisoner. I might have been able to like you know it that's better. a very good point. That's a very good point. It would have been an interesting sort of odd series that I would have yeah. said. That. Oh, you
2: know what? And then we all would have complained. Boy, it's a ripoff of The Prisoner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. They well, they would. Yeah, they, they called it it the Village th- and right. Yeah, yeah. And it's and such a you know, yeah, nice iconic names. It's hard to imagine what they could have. You know. Yeah, the villa. <laughs> well, <laughs> the the Hamlet. Tell me, you couldn't rewritten that. Well, thank you for that faith in okay, my gifts. there you go. <laughs> thank you. That's the nicest thing you could say to me at the close of this decade. Um, we should say, uh, you know, Lon's been on special assignment, so I've got to post up. Uh, just yesterday, he was uh, working very hard for uh, hours upon hours editing a trailer for Crackpot Comics, which is the oh. film that uh, he shot uh, during the late summer and September. Um here at Elusive Comics, as well as other places. Go to side, bot bot comics. Comics. Com. Uh, com. And you can I see sure the trailer. Will. You can see the trailer. Hopefully I'll have that up. Remember to have that up on Fanboy Planet as well. Uh, so kind of see Fun a little, little... trailer. Get a little taste of what we, uh, what's what been going on there. Um, this is just a say will uh, say, We also got an advanced... Uh, Lana and I both got an advanced look at a summer comedy that was not particularly... I don't know, it's a heavily promoted, it was not screened for critics, but then last month they released it to Blockbuster exclusively, so you can rent it only for a month, and just available for sale this week, The Goods, Sell Fast, Die Hard or something like that, with Jeremy Piven, and see, people are looking at me like, this This movie didn't happen, <laughs> with uh, Ed Helms, uh, so people you actually, it's a sure. it's a comedy film full of people you actually like, uh, Ken Leong, who's on uh, Community. And I'm trying to think who else is, is in there. A lot of people from The Daily Show, uh, f- both present and former uh, reporters uh, for, that, for that show, were in the, in the goods. So I don't know what the problem was. It, it does kind of fall apart at the end. It's about used car salesmen, uh, a, a, a group of uh, kind of mavericks that are called in to, to help uh, the, a failing car dealership make its, make its bones on a, on a July 4th. Uh, promotion it was kind of produced by Will Ferrell it was actually really fun I know everybody's looking at me blankly like, this, thing, this movie happened no people. one's heard
1: of this movie I had a you're copy of it, it I gave it to Lon I let him
3: watch it and, and now he's, he's not here oh my
1: god
2: who's
3: Lon who's this Lawn you're talking about
2: I am a free man I am not a number
1: I am number six uh, well it was easy to crack <laughs> Fanboy Planet trivia. Fanboy Planet was almost called... The The Goods. Goods.
2: Yes, that (laughs) was one of our original... Uh, t- names for the site back then. And it's nice to have Michael here because he was co-founder and, and bought out for a hit. And so nobody's play. ever
1: heard of that film. So it turns out that's a horrible name for right. well, a, good a project, good,
2: good move we had. I was, I, I believe <laughs> you shot. I liked the goods, and you shot that down as a title because you didn't want it to be associated with you. It's
1: too close to my life. Because name.
2: on because even then. You knew you were just going to give I'm up.
1: Right a, it was not long for.
2: And then I'd be running a website that would totally be reminding
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> this is just all true. All, all true. true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I have not interrupted yet. Well, all I'm going to say, people, the goods was funny. It felt kind of falls part of the end, but it was a funny movie, and I swear to God, it exists. It was okay. funny.
0: <laughs> Do they show trailers of that on Comcast On Demand?
2: They do. They are right now. See, you yeah, see oh, it. Oh, Stephanie! Yay! I'm a real boy. I'm not hallucinating. a film. Stephanie's not here. She could what?
1: It. Uh, you um, think there's a girl on the podcast? My brother.
2: I know. I, I'll talk about comics. No. Uh, my brother watched it with me at Thanksgiving. He and I watched. You're an it. only child, Derek. What? No, Chris McCaw. Go to chrismccaw.com. We're related. No, he's adopted. No. I'm not- Okay, I'm over-modulating! What's next on the agenda? (laughs) Today on
0: Existential Film Review.
2: (gasps) Well, we're going to talk about wrestling, but i got
0: nothing to say. you got no Chris Garcia.
2: Chris Garcia was supposed to come in as a guest, so to heck with him.
0: Hey, uh, wrestling's fake. Uh, I am four years older than Chris Garcia and 20 years older than his beard. Okay. <laughs> Freaky. Um, and
2: uh, we, he, I think he was going to talk about Hulk Hogan's book, uh, My Life Outside the Ring, which I had given him. Magic Man Box and I had him read and he said it was full of lies. I kind of was – Wow. I don't know. I don't know what Is was – Was it an Autobahn? Wasn't that you? a
1: reality TV show?
2: <laughs> I don't uh, – My Life Outside the Ring? Well – Hogan H- Outside H- the Ring? He yeah. had his own Hogan – Yeah. Reality show. Yeah. Uh, Hogan Knows Best, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Leave it to Hogan. I don't know. So I don't know what was lies. I, I was reading it going, okay, Hogan's I mean, ears. it's your book. I'll take your, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, I kind of liked it. Um, it wasn't super well written, but, you know, interesting thing. Um, a lot of short words. Uh, yeah, a lot of sh- Just like Twilight. Okay. Um, and we, we made a last, last – A lot of
1: stage directions motioning to the audience <laughs> <Yes>. for applause. <laughs> yes. Uh, Great <laughs> chapter.
2: Ooh, yeah. A refusal to ask. <laughs> actually throw the yeah, imagine anybody else's favor that kind of thing yeah um,
1: I didn't lose that chapter no
2: <laughs> yeah you did your wife announced it on Larry King uh, so he talks about that you know so we'll see I uh,
1: can't handle my Python uh, what Oof.
2: I'm still waiting for then Garcia to actually weigh in and tell me what's not true because I, I don't know Okay, you know, but well, we'll have to do that at another time. We'll have to do that Chris another time. We we'll to do that another time. We had a last, minute. We, had a last minute. we had a gift observation tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A gift observation. So
3: if you're you're out there trying to shop for for a geek, and I won't you, say how we realized
2: this or, because that would or, give, no, away, no, give away, you know, away give away Lon's Christmas gift.
3: But if you know that the person you're buying for is an obsessive compulsive purchaser of some type of object don't let that stop you from buying that object for them again because then they'll have one they can actually break out of
2: the box and enjoy. What do you think about that theory? Mister? Are,
1: are we still talking about the vampire fleshlight? No. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Had
2: to borrow my copy of the New Frontier so you wouldn't open up the blister-packed Green Lantern figure from the Best Buy. <laughs> True.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't watch a DVD for fear of. (laughs) You you know, I can Netflix the DVD, but I can only open that package once. (laughs) Whereas I would want
2: to just play with the action figure. It was a pretty sweet. uh, That's why you
1: weren't allowed to touch it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I have to sit in the corner. You weren't allowed. I have to sit in the corner on the couch when I go (laughs) over to Michael's for fear I will touch one of his things.
3: There you go.
1: I
2: mean his toy. I mean his.
3: Yeah, you just named a podcast.
2: So yeah, World
1: Compass
2: Steve Simonetti here in the what when oh, when did the oh, compass no. start pointing Simonetti? He's uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, all right. So want to say title is uh, I assuming all goes well, we have a special guest next week, which means people have to do their research. We will have a Christmas episode on the twenty third. Uh, we will be podcasting on do December twenty third. Re- listen to on Boxing Day because uh, because yeah, I mean comics will be released on the twenty third, but we have a very special guest, and that is a man named Sean Becker. Anybody know who Sean Becker is? No. You've seen I his do. work. Many of you have seen his work. He is the director of Felicia Day's The Guild. I know that. Yes, <laughs> a lot of people have. He, he. Uh, I, I had to say, you know, uh, I. Sean- Will they
3: be bringing Felicia Day with him? by chance i'm
2: really hoping that a miracle will happen <laughs>
1: it's a christmas and, that, and the answer will be yes
2: but i'm gonna say let's be honest this is the fanboy planet podcast
1: what's it like to shoot a video camera <laughs> Felicia day <laughs> just smoke it hot she or seems, what she's
0: really nice
1: <laughs> um
2: could she come here and be on Yeah. Uh, so anyway.
0: Do you guys sh- have a, a question other than that planned, or are you just going to answer that? <laughs> I was just going to say,
2: can I touch you? By any chance, have you brushed Felicia Day? <laughs> <laughs> and by brush, I mean her hair. <laughs> <laughs> have you, mean, you ever dated her avatar? <laughs> and do you have that brush with you? <laughs> Did We'd you like bring it? as to a question. What's it like to run through that? Okay, so
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is getting really pathetic.
2: <laughs> it was intended to, right? <laughs> so, so that's special and, and the thing is, You're I have a feeling convincing. by announcing that we may actually have like a studio <laughs> audience. People may <laughs> come just to. Sit. I've had a couple people like rumor, rumor. Yeah, I, I've act, I, I don't know Twitter. Right. I don't know where we're gonna put them, but we may have to actually set up a, di- a little differently next week because I've had people say I gotta come okay. to see. Sean Becker, and I mean, next week
3: when you're off and you, you're not, when you're done with your Christmas shopping, you yeah, right. need to come down
2: to elusive Comics and Games uh, because and, and before you do, listen to your children speak because this the twenty third is usually when they say Santa's bringing me such and such item. I told him secretly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's a little tip this to you, Mr. Goodson. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Pay attention. <laughs> so, uh, Lusus is a great place to get those last-minute gifts. Very true. Um, And to put under my tree. All right. <laughs> so, uh, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write to editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you'd like to praise Lon Lopez, though absent we miss him dearly in our hearts, write to sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Yes, we've opened a special mailbox just for Lon correspondence. No one's written yet. Again, this is our fear that Charnold may be sick and dying. Um, Oh, no, it's not going to count if Michael Goodson actually sends an email right here from his iPhone. (sighs) Um, Two of them. Anyway. Oh, great. Thanks, guys. Uh, (laughs) So write in. Sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Until next week and hopefully beyond, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com.
1: I'm Michael Goodson. I'm Stephanie Rodriguez.
3: Stephen Nelson. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. i and
0: never surrender.
2: Why are you looking at me? <laughs> because you're not saying anything. <laughs>
3: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at No, You
0: know, I'm going to have
3: to buy myself all new wires for Christmas.
2: Are you? No. The man who has everything, more of it, <laughs> more of it. You <laughs> <laughs> That's what. T- so we decided tonight. It's a theme, <laughs> and to see if we can work it into the podcast so that we have a title. Uh, don't we don't know what to get. What to get? What to get? Yeah, there we go.
1: I'm so just talking. some ah. Rick and set levels. There the last thing problems. I heard from
2: Lawn today was. But
1: then, of course, I'll talk like this. Yes, you
3: all. Yeah, everybody gets I'm doing my soundtrack now. But when I'm talking, <laughs> we get intense. I'm excited. We get intense. You especially. You're I know. Right now, you did last week. I too. was doing that on
2: purpose. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh,
3: did you watch How <laughs> I Met Your Mother this week?
2: No. My
1: heart.
3: It's a smoking episode. And I won't spoil anything because they actually said this in the. It they said this in the. Um, the guide info box. But I missed this. What? <laughs> Did you just
2: say what I think you just
3: said?
1: I got it on <laughs> tape. Whatever it was. <laughs> Suddenly, whatever I was looking for, I for. That's right.
2: And now, oh yes, what <laughs> I ha-
1: referenced the vampire <laughs> flashlight.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: It, it does. I missed
2: that exchange
1: completely
3: <laughs> wow. today. You've really been affected by Southern California, haven't you? <laughs> so yes. you yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I still think that. I'm trying to think what that – does it sparkle?
2: Yes, there is a sparkling fla- flashlight. There is an Edward. Flashlight? Flashlight.
3: And I can't hear you. I when know you're when what you're talking I said
0: about. you could refrigerate it for more authentic feelings. <laughs> 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 there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't wow! I do <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, Dude, she's uh, been in Southern California for what, four months now, three months this now? totally yeah.
3: broke my chain of
2: thought. I had something oh, very sorry. pertinent that I was going to ask Probably <laughs> <you> <laughs> not really. Yeah, no, seriously. You think really. it was. Important yeah. You think it was. It was here's devastatingly important.
1: Here's the change as it happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um <laughs>
3: Was this is this Facebook?
0: That is yes. Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Private message or written on the wall? Well,
0: on the status update. I'm mm-hmm. On yeah. status. That'd be the wall. Yeah. yeah. On the wall.
3: I hope to God
2: he's not thinking about giving me that. That's all I. Just, I hope that's for Tapia. It does. It
1: exists. I've seen photos or ad blinking advertisements for it. And I'm prepared to move on. Wow. Would you? No. <laughs> no. I don't want this. <laughs> what were we talking about? Just I before don't that? know. I have extra headphones. <laughs> That's for long. Yeah, did come out
2: today?
3: Or? Did
1: what? Or hey, yesterday? Sure. sure. Did who come things. out today?
3: How I Met Your Mother this week is all about how all the characters on yeah, it throughout I, I, the whole I, series, I without you know, knowing that it, that are actually secret smokers. They like so play. they do flashbacks throughout where they're all now smoking. And they all get... Fairly into being, a, so what's her name? Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Her character gets a smoker's voice. Her voice is voiced
2: by Harvey Firestein
3: through the whole episode. Nice.
2: That's funny. That was. It was. That awesome. is one clever show. Yeah. I don't watch it very often, but I'm always impressed by the construction of it.
1: So. I'm told by other gay men it's quite funny.
2: By other gay men. mm Hmm. <laughs>
1: Slide over there.
3: Get over closer.
2: He won't bite. Hello. Now yeah, I'm going
3: to have to turn you up. Let's see. you you be two. You want the wire? Okay. I'm turning your gain up. That's good because you're, you're away from the. Uh, I don't the need the windscreen. You don't because you're spit free. <laughs> He's like a raccoon. I he was knows, just thinking that. He has no salivary glands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Many times, time I've been over at his house, and he's been washing his food. See, I got a fish in the sink.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, and you, sir? Anything? Run lawn down. What do you got? Uh, I was going to say a couple of Eric Powell things. Just uh, uh, Matt Fraction's going to go on Thor. Uh, taking over JMS um, Though none of us got it The IDW reprinted The Rocketeer As a beautiful art album
3: I saw that in a store it looked beautiful. Yeah,
2: not this one, but he's reordered it So that'll be coming in uh, A nice Christmas gift, last minute Christmas gift there and, uh, we're just, uh, and Michael, I'm using sort of as a you know End of the decade sort of thing How the authority ten years ago was such a hot thing And everybody was convinced And now it's back to Justice League and Avengers
3: I have a Stephen Nolson in my contacts, but it's the wrong one.
2: Oh, well. Okay, we'll see if he comes. Uh, is there anything else comics-wise that you picked up this week, Lon? No, uh, I, just, w- I haven't, didn't come, so I just picked these uh, up. So. No, but any any issues maybe you wanted to... Mm, I shouldn't say issues. Uh, announcements, any, you know... I didn't hear anything. Okay. Then, so. yeah, it's a slow week. Oh. Yeah, it's a slow week there. Movies, um, they arrested the Wolverine pirate... Um, Rene Russo has been announced joining the cast of Thor. Yeah, and the Iron Man 2 trailer.
1: The Wolverine I, guy was, was the guy you. who leaked the movie? Who
2: leaked the movie, yes. <laughs> no, there's a pirate with <laughs> adamantium claws. Um, and and Brian Singer announced last night at the Avatar screening that he's going to be directing X-Men First Class for Fox. Oh, by the way, that... the. Uh,
1: we waited too long. That screening okay. sold out. So.
2: Sorry, you emailed me in the middle of a class. I didn't see it. No, until. it's
1: fine. I was waiting here from another friend, and okay. he didn't get back to me. So I was like, all well, right, "Well, next where week, I, go. I got time.
2: Maybe you know."
1: Is anyone going to see? No, it's all sold out this week.
2: I don't know. We want to go. to go up to sold. Dublin and see it in play at yeah, the IMAX in 3D.
1: I was thinking of seeing this weekend.
2: Maybe, maybe. I might. I, we'll see. I, maybe. Maybe. I got rehearsal Saturday afternoon, but then I'm pre-Saturday evening. Maybe you and I could have a romantic evening. I
3: to no, know. You got my back. Well, I would came on this side. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Still in 3D, right? Yeah. I don't see there'd be a point in seeing it if it's not in 3D the way they've been talking about Are we it. podcasting now? I hope not. God. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so there's nothing to say about Avatar. I sent um, Matt Samick is up there seeing it tonight in San Francisco. So, uh, Do you
1: have uh, Sherlock Holmes on Monday?
2: I promised that to my niece. Okay, no, I just so curious if you did or not. That way, that family will stay. Will have a functional Christmas because she told her parents that if she that she was going to skip Christmas and watch Sherlock Holmes. I said, please don't. <laughs> I'll give you the screening because your your father will never forget me if I had to. You know, so uh,
1: just a
3: so
2: talk just right where you are right now.
1: I'm speaking in a okay, relatively. I am speaking. Okay,
3: you're broke perfect right now. I've got the game turned up on that. So you so
1: at no point should I lean forward.
3: If you do, the world ends. Look at
0: this. And I can't lean back.
3: Oh, he's drunk with power now.
0: Yeah, like Captain
1: America. Suck
3: it! <laughs> Good Lord. Generate. Okay, so
2: if Steven Nelson shows up, the Prisoner Review, um, yeah, because he is a... If, if Garcia talk shows up, we'll...
3: Oh. Uh, did you get work someplace in where we're going to talk about uh, gifts for geeks kind of thing?
2: That whole uh, collectors, we can do that last minute. Last minute collectors, okay. o- and last minute collect gifts, gift observation. Okay, <laughs> I'm good. There
3: is that. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Avatar toys are in the store. They look bad. They're horrible, ugly. They're two different sizes too. Is
1: that two different scales?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I believe. Have I? Yes. Yeah.
1: I didn't mean to Pwn you. It,
2: it didn't. It didn't hurt at all. Oh well. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot more poning We're not hiring. <laughs> I hate you, Rick. <laughs> that was a visual, <laughs> but effective. Well, Rick. Okay. Ah. Uh, all right. So.
3: I'm ready. I'm ready. Have you got
2: something? Uh, sh- I'll come up with something. Whatever of you course you will. Under the pressure. Man on the spot.
3: There he goes.
1: Okay. <laughs> Is that glee? Now. No, not too late. This part should all be cut out. Really. It's 20 <laughs> minutes
3: in. That's going to be totally easy. 20 to
1: minutes in. Yes. 20 minutes through 22 three minutes snip this part out <laughs> this part will not make the podcast
3: yeah it's like the lamest hypnotic
1: <laughs> <laughs> this part will not be
0: part of the podcast so I can't believe
1: there's a vampire flashlight. <laughs> well, since we're cutting this part out there yeah, but it but is it goes into the outtakes it's, it, it's just I believe top down fangs yeah oh god <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of lonely women out there who like and unattainable no, men, which is really light, what f- it's vampire fetish is the about, right? <laughs> women lusting after unattainable men who will never touch them in any way. And we're back.
3: No, we're not. we will be back when I cut him in seamlessly into the prior. <laughs> and not a
1: second Aww.
3: before. No one will know we've been gone. Now use your powers
1: only for good
0: and see